Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Real Talk with the Hollywood Kid. I am Mike Destacio. You're listening to Real Talk right here on AM 1550 WNTN. And as always, folks, you can stream us at WNTN.com. Okay, folks, we're going to get right to it. I promised you guys a big Oscar show, a one-hour special. This is my first annual of hopefully many Oscar specials right here on WNTN. So we're going to have an Oscar uh, one-hour special. And here we go. I brought you guys a guest. You probably know my first guest, folks, in episodes of Entourage, Mysteries of Laura, NCIS, Blue Bloods, Laura and Order, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and he was even on in a Papa John's commercial with the hate, always hated Peyton Manning. And he's also a regular guest on the Audie Lang Show. But most of you will recognize him as Asian DeChico from the hit movie starring Robert De Niro and Michelle Pfeiffer called The Family. Folks, actor Jimmy Palumbo joins me on Real Talk. Jimmy, thank you so much for coming on my show today. I really appreciate it, Jimmy. Hey, thanks so much, man. No problem. What's going on? Well, how are you doing down there? How's New York City treating you? Uh, it's treating me all right. You know, uh, it's cold here. It's yeah. about uh, two degrees, but it, then again, it's cold where you're at. That's You've okay. got more snow than we Yeah, we got about eight feet of snow out the window right now, but that's okay. So, folks, <laughs> if you don't know anything about Jimmy, Jimmy's a great guy. Jimmy, you, if you actually, Jimmy... I was flipping through the channels last week, okay? Just flipping through the channels, sitting on the couch. I, I, I go through Mysteries of Laura, and there you are, shucking clams. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and there uh, was, was a, uh, up by uh, Massachusetts, not, not quite in Boston, but uh, with clams on the pizza, which I think somebody up there must put clams on pizza. We don't really do that down here. but um, Plus, I end up being the killer at the end, so God bless. So you play the killer in that. Now, now I got I got to ask you now. Now, for first me, time ever, first yeah. time ever playing a bad guy. Now, now, now that's what I want to ask you. Now, a lot of actors, for me, anyways, and a lot of my friends I know and actors, you know, it, it's always better, in my opinion, to play the bad guy as opposed to the good guy. Do, do you feel that way? Um, yeah, it's kind of cool, especially on those one-hour dramas where, you know, people want to know who did it. So uh, it's always fun to know that uh, you know you're playing like the bad guy. But I didn't really play a you know, a uh, bad guy, but I guess I did murder someone. <laughs> so I yeah, I, I, that, that'd be considered a bad guy, But Jimmy. that's because I lost the bet, so, you know, to me, the guy deserved to beat, if you ask me. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> straight up. So, you know, I want to talk a little bit about your career, your career. Now, Jimmy, how did you get into acting? Well, I started off kind of uh, late in life. I mean, I went to college, went to Rutgers, and uh, I was a typical, you know, frat kid, just trying to journalism major, not really into showbiz at all. And then I, uh, a couple years out, I was actually selling computers, and uh, I answered an ad in the paper for a uh, community theater um, for a uh, Woody Allen play, played against Sam. And I actually, the lady was nice enough to just give me a shot. She thought she thought I was funny, I guess, and she gave me one of the leads, the Tony Roberts role in the in the in the play, in the movie. And uh, I ended up uh, from there. I got the bug, but then I started out, you know, getting backstage. I got a headshot, you know, for seventy-five dollars. <laughs> done by photos by Larry. Nice. I didn't know what I was doing, and uh, I got backstage and I started going on auditions. I started, you know, doing NYU short films, striking out a lot. I auditioned so many times. Oh my God! And um, I ended up just, you know, built up a little bit of a, a little bit of a resume, as they say. And then uh, I started doing uh, sketch comedy and, uh, and uh, improv with Artie Lang. Me and him started out together. He didn't. Uh, he had no money. I had no money. And we started out in this group, and 
right uh, that group started to do well and, and Artie got on Mad TV and then our group got picked up by NBC and we shot a pilot so I put some money in my pocket and uh, the pilot never aired but it kind of put me on the map and I've been doing it ever since you know yeah I mean if you even if the pilot doesn't go to air you still get the check right yeah I got uh. the, yeah but I needed that one to go <laughs> yeah, you needed that we one. were a really good group we had a Mary Bird song from uh, Reno 911 and Artie was in it and uh, we we had an awesome Amy Wilson, Tony Menudo, Alec Holland, Barbara Harrell. We were uh, we were we were one of the best groups uh, in New York at the wow. time. And, and uh, NBC spent a lot of money on us, but and the the sketches are still great. I think anyway, yeah. they're timeless. Actually, we didn't do character pieces. We were very un Saturday Night Live. There was nothing topical. It was just characters, you know. Right. Um, folks, if you want to see a lot of the clips from Jimmy Palumbo, just visit jimmypalumbo.com. You can see a lot of the clips and a lot of the shows he's been on. Um, it's a really nice, very easy-to-use website. Um, now, you say, you know, you started off with the Woody Allen play, uh, then you moved up yeah. the ladder. I mean, did you work it? Like, like, for me, I work. I do a lot of extra work right now. Um, I, did do the, I did the extra work. I did, uh, uh, actually, I, I did a stand-up bit that got created from, uh, um, I did extra work on a movie with, um, was with Bridget Fonda and I think Al Pacino and John Cusack. Oh, I forget God. the name of it. Um, and they shot it in Jersey, and I, I ended up sitting next to Bridget Fonda and John Cusack for six hours on a train. Wow. And um, I can't believe I forget the name of the movie. And uh, so we were sitting there, and I, Bridget Fonda, she was a doll, you know, and I was, you know, we were both around the same yeah, age. And you're green, you know, too, you know, you're green. That stuff. And I, this, is what I, this is what I swear to God, this is what I said to... Bridget Fonda. I said, hey, Bridget Fonda, I own a Honda. <laughs> they didn't throw, they didn't like, throw you off the set? You know how you say something yeah, that you regret? You want to pull it back? Me, and I looked at myself like, what am I saying? And I did. I owned a Honda Civic. I was just trying to create small talk. The, they, they ended up whisking me away. I was out of the scene. Did they really? <laughs> yeah, because that's like taboo on a set. You know, but, you know, oh, it was you awful. Know, you know, don't but, you, you know, uh, most of the time... Um, the, uh, the, I've seen the, the stars are kind of nice to the extras most of the time. I always make sure when I'm on a set, I'm, I'm friendly to them. But sometimes they do, uh, they start talking about a script or something like that, and, you know, you're kind of thinking about your lines, and it get, gets a little disruptive. But I find for the most part they're very, uh, background people are very, uh, you know, very nice, you know. Yeah, because it's like, you know, um how do you say? It's like you know the triple A of baseball. It's like the farm league system. You, you know, when I, me personally, when I get on a set, I mean, what I always do is I try to absorb everything I can. Everything I can, you know. I'm well, I was, I was on a set once with. A, I was just uh, co-starring on a TV show, and the lead actress will remain nameless. Right, right. Um, the extras were uh, the background people were were missing their mark because they were queued too uh, too late, and this girl this lead of the of the show she said to me ah oh, these background people you know they're so bad and i looked at dead in the eye in front of the whole cast i just said i mean i didn't mean to i just said to her i said hey i said i can't mock them out because they're one audition away from doing what i'm doing here and she said yeah that's true and then i looked at her and said and i'm one audition away doing from what you're doing that's right and after that, the other actor started to laugh. He goes, oh, this guy just put you in your place. Yeah, take that. I didn't mean to, but I was trying to tell hey, don't bust her. You know, they were yeah, cute right. late. It wasn't their fault, you know. Yeah, we call that taking somebody deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, yeah. Off the air, you can tell me who she was anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She was hot, too. 
<laughs> we'll talk later. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, okay, so you, like I said, you do a lot of extra work. Now, do you remember, what was your first principal role? Uh, Spin City. Spin City. With Michael J. Fox. Wow. It was my first TV role. Um, it was awesome. I had to do a lot, like a physical bit with him, raising my hands up and stuff. I played a bartender, and uh, it was a huge thrill for me. And that, and that thing aired, you know, three times or four times in the same season. So I got to really, I'm still getting checks for that. They're wow. only for like $7, but I still wow. get them. Now, was that a part that you auditioned for? Or, or yep, yep, you yep. For? Now, did you I was just coming off the live on tape. Uh, sketch show, and uh, Bonnie Finnegan was casting, and, uh, you know, uh, since I've auditioned a ton of times with her since then. But it was a big thrill. I got to work, you know, Michael J. Fox before he got sick and all that stuff, um, you know, uh, and it was awesome. Totally oh. awesome. Yeah, your family gets to watch you on TV yeah. for the first time. Yeah. yeah you got to remember, when you start out acting, you need your family and, and uh, for support, and a lot of times you, actors uh, don't have anything to give them, you know, like to let them know, hey, I gotta, I'm in the game here, you know, because I was still living at home with my parents. And right around that same time, we ended up, I, I got on this uh, Spin City, and then they see you on TV, they're like, wow, you know, he's, you know he's, really, he's really trying to do this, you know. And then when we shot the pilot for NBC, and I got to bring them up to 30 Rock, um, and show them the set, which we shot, we shot our pilot was shot on the same set as Saturday Night Live. Wow. So I got to see, uh, you know, the whole set of SNL and all that stuff. So it was a big thrill, and my family came, and uh, like 35 people in my family were in the audience. We shot a couple episodes, and uh, so that, 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 right around that time period was, you know, the, you kind of got to, you know, your family's, I think your family's important for support, and uh, it's nice to do something where they're like, wow, maybe he can pull this off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, obviously, that's a principal role that you get. You, I mean, did you have your SAG card before, or, or did you get it when you um, did that? Do you remember? I got my SAG card through a voiceover. Right around, it all happened right around the same time. But I, uh, I think Spin City was the one who I had to Taft Hartley. I had to right. join right after that. Right, 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 right. Wow. wow. I was a member of AFTRA first because I had done a, a couple of voiceovers for some radio spots that a buddy of mine produced, and me. It was me and Artie actually. And then from there, you know, I was able to join and all that stuff. So, you know, we talk a lot about about acting and actors and parts that you may have, that you you've had. But in my opinion, I mean, when you're an actor, you're working actor. The holy grail is pretty much, you know, you want to get on that that's that hit sitcom or that you know that hit drama. You know, so you're working every week and it's steady, steady, steady work. You know, you don't want to be you know auditioning. You know, obviously you're still not auditioning, but you know that's what that's what, that's what I think you, people a lot of people well, strive it, for. It, it, I get frustrated to be honest with you. I mean, I've been doing this for 25 years. Wow. You know, I I make a living out of it. It's not to say I don't have to pick up side jobs every now and then, but. Um, you know, the, my biggest frustration is I've never really been a series regular right. uh, on a show. And, you know, uh, that's that's been a big frustration of mine because, uh, um, you know, I just need that kind of uh, lucky break. But, you know, I still, uh, I'm still plugging away, and I, I work enough to, to pull it off. But it'd be nice to have something I can just concentrate on one character, one show, one role, um, and really... Uh, even fine tune your your skills, you know what I mean? Yeah, it would be that would be a and and fine tune my wallet. <laughs> That's what it's all about. A lot of a lot of it's you know, just getting out there and hitting the pavement. 
Yeah, um, I mean, I've done like 75 TV shows and films. Yeah, you do have a very and impressive... Re folks, if you don't know Jimmy's Palumbo's resume, go on imdb.com, check it out. Like I said, go to jimmypalumbo.com. He has a very, very nice website. You can see all his clips. Now, you're more New York-based actor. Do you fly to L.A. for auditions? Well, I, I lived in L.A. for 10 years. I, I did a goofiest thing. I used to go to L.A. from September to May. Um, I lived in L.A. for over 10 years. But I came home for Thanksgiving. Right. If the, if the Yankees were, uh, you know, playing the Red Sox in the playoffs, yeah. I would stay till that, that was Naturally. over. I would, uh, you, know, uh, I, you know, I came back a lot. Mostly from, from January to May, I was pretty much in L.A., for about 10 years, I lived with a guy named Henry Pollock, who was an actor on the show Webster. And, Related uh, to Sydney? Any relation to and Sydney? I, uh, so I got the whole L.A. thing. And, uh, but I, right now, you know, I got married, I got a child here, so I'm, in, uh, I'm based, uh, you know, I live in New Jersey, and I'm New York-based now. But I do, I do get out to L.A., uh, you know, for work and stuff. So. Now, obviously, you, have, you, have, you obviously have rep representation. You have the whole nine yachts, you know. I do. I got a manager in L.A. Uh, they're pretty, uh, I got lucky. I was his first client, this guy named Peter Principato. And it's now called Principato Young Entertainment. They're like, he's got 35 managers under him. Really? It's incredible. They're like a huge management company. But I was like, the, you know, uh, <laughs> one of his, I was his first client. Me yeah. and Artie were his first two clients. Wow. And, uh, we, uh, and I'm, I actually have as a manager his first assistant, a guy named Ted Bender. And they handle, uh, they, they manage me from L.A. And, uh, but I have a great agent here uh, in New York. Um, Henderson Hogan, and I, my voiceover and commercial agent is Abrams, and they've been uh, they've been great to me. So I, I got my I'm definitely you know well represented in that regard, and I don't really switch managers or agents uh, that often. So it's kind of a family relationship, you know. Um, and uh, for the most part, they get me out when I need you know they they get me for the stuff I'm right for, you know. But now, how does that work? I see. I love the business side of the showbiz. I mean, I like. Now, how does it work? They they call you, say, "Hey, Jimmy, you know, listen, I got a we got a pot that just came in that you might be pre just well, so pretty much just something called breakdowns come out. And in the old days, break that breakdowns used to come out in the morning. Okay, they would be delivered in a big stack of paper, and every morning you get the breakdowns, and you have to go through it, and you have to call up the casting people, your agent, call up the casting people, and pitch your clients. Now it's all done online. And instead of coming out in the morning, they come out as soon as they're posted. So, and everything's done by pointing and clicking. So the agent will uh, go onto the breakdown site, and the roles will come out, and they literally drag a little thumbnail headshot of their of me or whoever they want to submit for the role, and that's what the casting director looks at. So everything's done online. There is still pitching that goes on. Uh, you know, uh, people will call up the casting. Hey, you got to see this guy. But it's kind of all done online now. Wow. And uh, uh, same goes for uh, commercially. Uh, commercially tend to be, uh, sometimes they call up uh, a little bit less online. Uh, but it depends on the agency, you know. Now let's talk so. about, what I want to talk about, that you mentioned commercials. Now, how did you get the Papa John's commercial with Peyton Manning? I auditioned for it, and uh, it was awesome. I got there, and That's he... That's a big uh, deal. What was that? That's a pretty big deal, you know. Oh, it was huge for me. I mean, I got to meet you know, I got to meet him all day on the set. Plus, Pop, the Papa John guy was nice too. Uh, I had a lot of fun on that set. I was real relaxed, and uh, people were you know treating Peyton like he was like some superstar, which he is. Right. But I was like, you know what? Hey, you know what? Uh, not when, you know, not when he comes what? to Foxborough. 
Well, uh, yeah, but I mean, listen, I, you know, I can't. I, uh, yeah, right. No, I can't stand Brady and the Patriots as nah. lucky as they got in the last Super Bowl. <laughs> but I'm a Giant fan, so you guys have nothing on me. Yeah, no, no, you, um, you guys are. But no, I, but you still got to. Re- I mean, listen, I can't stand Brady, but only right. as a player, I'm rooting against him. But of course, you got to respect. Naturally, uh, you know, you got to have respect for guys like Brady and Manning. Oh, no, they're the best. You know, even okay. Belichick and all those. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. That's the kind of fan I am. Like, you know, listen, I'm a Yankee fan and I'm a Giant fan, so you know, I can't stand the Patriots and the Red Sox. Red Sox, yeah. We're, we're, that doesn't same mean thing. you know. So, what do you, I don't it's respect funny. Big Poppy. I mean, I wish he walked them every time. Yeah. Um, and uh, especially with you know the guys on the Patriots, but uh, when I was, uh, you know, I figured, you know what, this guy's a regular guy, but he's big on movie quotes. Really? Once you find out I was in the movie Beer League, we started doing, uh, you know, we were doing on the waterfront lines, and we were doing Goodfellow lines. I was giving them a lot of really small little... Little lines in yeah. in the movies that are not you know like obscure you know they wouldn't yeah know. and that he was like looking at me like wow this guy knows a lot of that stuff you know wow. uh, plus he got a kick that I was in beer league and stuff and uh, we ended up having more fun in between takes and you know it was cool that's good though I, mean, I, wish, I wish the spot was still airing it only aired a month I made nice money but if it only airs a month <laughs> you don't make that money yeah right hey, you get some exposure out there you get a lot of people see that oh, it aired a lot now, you played a, a lot. you were a referee. Played I saw it so. you were a referee right. Yep, <laughs> they had the heck out of it. Good, good for you. Now you work with uh, what's his name? You work with Larry David. Now how's Larry David in person? Working with Larry David is just like being—it's like being in the show. In the show, I mean, he's—he's he's quirky, funny, a little rude. You don't know how to take him. It's crazy. Like when you're when you're working with him, you feel like you're in an episode, even though you're shooting an episode. I mean, he—he uh, he could be. Like, he'll tell you, that was terrible. Why are you doing it that way? And then the next take, he'll be like, that was really good. Do you think we sh- he's asking me questions, you know? So you don't know how to take a guy like that. But, yeah, I read some uh, stuff I, about Curb, him. Curb was a big thing for me. I uh, I played the, it was in a big season finale. The Bellboy. I tend to get lucky. I've been on seven season finales. Wow. Um, uh, I don't know why. I, I don't do the show until the very end, which stinks, but... The season finale, a lot of people watch, and that was the one when he was doing the producers, and I played the doorman that he tips, and uh, it was uh, it was awesome to work with him. It really was. But he can be, he, he's not everybody's cup of tea, you know. Yeah, I've heard about, I heard that about him. I mean, a lot of people say, you know, he, he's what you see on on screen, you know. Um, right. So. But I think he's fair, and he's really just trying to make the show funny. So. But yeah. sometimes his bedside manner can be off, you know? Now, you also did an episode of Entourage. You were fantastic in that, by the way. I saw the clip. You were fantastic oh, in that. You're, no, you're really good. You, you really flowed really nice with the characters, you know what I mean? That was, uh, that was another, when that show, when I did that show, that was a hot show. And uh, it was cool to work because I worked with the whole cast. And, uh, and I did the scenes with, uh, I forget their names now. Oh, uh, like, uh, yeah. Turtle and... Uh, Dylan there. Matt and Dylan the other brother. guy. Uh, the heck's his name? Grenya? Grenya. What was that? Grenya? What's his uh, name? Yeah, Turtle in the show. Turtle, and, yeah. Uh, my oh, God. my God. The guy, uh, what's what his nickname? Oh, my God. The brother of the star. T- uh, drama, drama, drama. Drama, yeah. Funny drama. Sorry, Brain. folks. Look at that. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they were, uh, so I got to work with them. So we had, we had a lot of laughs. I, that, was, that was a cool, very cool. That was another one of those gigs, you know. You book a show that no one really cares about or watches, and then you book a show that's kind of a hot show, and you know everybody thinks you're doing much better than you really are. You know, 
Jimmy, you know, we're going to take a folks. We are going to take a quick commercial break. We are going to be right back on our first annual Oscar special with the great actor Jimmy Palumbo. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This coffee break is being brought to you today by Demet's Donuts. For more than 30 years, Demet's has offered the finest in handcrafted donuts and fresh roasted coffees. Demet's serves up a wide variety of his specialty coffees and is the home of the mouth-watering Extreme Breakfast Sandwich. Demet's Donuts was recently featured in Boston Magazine. And like George likes to say, made in the back and sold in the front. Visit them today at 199 Mr. Gavin Medford and follow them on Twitter at symbol Demet's Donuts. And don't forget to tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. That's Demet's Donuts in Medford. Small business owners, ADC Accounting wants you to listen up. How much time and money is payroll processing, tax payments, and bookkeeping costing you? Get the time back. Time to perfect your art. Time to give your customers your absolute best. Get back to doing the things that make your business great and let ADC Accounting do the things that make them great. They process payroll, keep up with your tax payments to avoid costly penalties, and provide professional bookkeeping so you will know where your money is going and where it needs to go. You're in business to succeed. They're in business to help you succeed. ADC Accounting. Numbers you can count on. For a free initial consultation, contact ADC Accounting at 508-419-1116 or visit them at adcaccounting.com. Maeda Insurance is a family-owned and operated agency specializing in auto, home, and business insurance located in Medford, Massachusetts. They are an independent insurance agency representing many different insurance companies throughout Massachusetts. Their goal is to provide excellent customer service with coverages at an affordable rate. Telephone number 781-395-9700. Stop by today and tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. They're open from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Monday through Friday at 66 High Street in Medford in the heart of Medford Square. Global Link Language Services, founded in 1996 as a client-centric translation services provider and headquartered in Boston, Global Link has emerged as a leading and trusted provider of a full range of language solutions, including document translations, conference interpretation, website translations, software localization, and multimedia services to hundreds of leading companies and government agencies throughout the world. Global Link is committed to providing the highest quality translation services in the industry at fair and competitive rates combined with a deep commitment to superior customer service. Call today at 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com and see why hundreds of leading brands, companies, and U.S. government agencies have put their trust in Global Link Language Services. Global Link Language Services, language solutions for a local world. Call 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com. Folks, if you're constantly on the lookout for that delicious mouth-watering pizza, well, I have just a place for you. Pranzi's Grill and Pizzeria. Pranzi's uses nothing but the freshest ingredients. Whether you're craving a gourmet pasta dish or a tasty calzone, Pranzi's has you covered. Visit their website today at pranzi's.com and let Pranzi's cater your next party or event. Pranzi's is conveniently located in Medford at 352 Boston Ave. Stop by today or give them a call at 
1-800-295-5005 and tell them the Hollywood Kids sent you. 781-395-5005 Paranzi's Grillin' Pizzeria. Frank Sinatra, Best Supporting Actor, 1954, From Here to Eternity. Um, that's a clever opening. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm deeply thrilled and, and very moved. And I really, really don't know what to say because this is a whole new kind of thing, you know, I... Song and Dance Man type stuff. And, uh, I'm, I'm terribly pleased. And if I start thanking everybody, I'll do a one-reeler up here, so I better not. And uh, I'd just like to say, however, that, that uh, they're doing a lot of songs here tonight, but somebody asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, though. Thank you very much. I'm absolutely thrilled. Thank you. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to Real Talk. That music you're hearing, folks, is the intro for the Oscars, which airs this Sunday night, February 22nd at 7 o'clock on ABC. Um, it's like the Super Bowl of, you know, the awards for, for a lot of the acting community. Uh, joining me on the phone, folks, from New York is actor Jimmy Palumbo. Jimmy's been in everything, folks. He's been in Kirby, like I said, Kirby Enthusiasm, Law and Order, Blue Bloods. He's been all over the board. I'm sure you've seen him on local TV. Okay, folks. Now, Jimmy, I want to talk to you about uh, this De Niro movie that, I, that, that you were in called The Family. Now, how did that, how did that come about? I mean, that was, that was a big, that's a big deal because that's a big feature. Uh, it was, uh, for me, it was awesome. I mean, I went in audition and um you know uh it was just supposed to be for like a, a one day's work and uh so i go to the call back and then i ended up booking it my agent calls me up and say listen it looks like it's going to be a week's work and i was like oh that's great and he goes hang on let me call you back and next thing you know he calls you back and says, no i think it's going to be like two weeks work i'm like oh even better next thing you know he gets on the phone with my manager and him at the same time and they never do that turns out it was going to be six weeks wow. and it was going to be in france Oof. Working with De Niro, Pfeiffer, because they don't tell you who's in the movie, you know. And uh, I was like, oh, my God. So I got to spend uh, like four weeks in Paris and two weeks um, up at Luc Besson's estate. Uh, it was either producer which, or director. Which is incredible because we all, excuse me, it was two weeks in Paris, four weeks at Luc's uh, estate. And we ate in a little area, like the little living room area, uh, dining room that he had uh, as part of a, this huge, he had like a, a big estate, it looked like a castle, and then he had bungalows all over the place. And De Niro had one, Michelle Pfeiffer was in another one. Uh, it was like a, two mi a mile away from the road, security, it was cool. And uh, me and Dominic Lombardozzi were in like this little house. But every night you come down and eat with Luke and, and De Niro and Pfeiffer and Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. I literally, in a room, no lie, the room was maybe 15 by 30 six round tables. Uh, I had dinner with, with, I sat next to De Niro, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, you know, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. It was, it was unbelievable because wow. you got to not only work with them, you got to just chat with them. Right. I mean, they're human beings too. I mean, it's funny. Yeah. De Niro, I mean, the ball breaking with Tommy Lee Jones was crazy. Oh, he seems Michelle little... Pfeiffer was a doll. De Niro was really nice, really kind. Uh, he's very soft-spoken, yeah. very quiet. Very laid back. No. He's, a, he's actually up here in Boston doing it. He just started filming a movie here last week. He's going to be here for a little while. Yeah, he's a, uh, He's a good guy, very, uh, you know, uh, very very professional, very nice. 
you know, good guy, you know. Uh, and Tommy Lee Jones is, is out of his mind, uh, but I really hit it off with him because he could be a really – he's another one that could – he's bedside manner. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, he looks it. Rub people the wrong way, but, uh, you know, didn't bother me. I got a kick out of him. Now, that was a six weeks' worth of work? Now that's yeah, what... it was cool, man. It was a big uh, – I actually uh, – I really hit it off with Luke Passan, too, and he put me in uh, – uh, Taken three, which I was just in, and I still part in that. And I also signed a development deal with him um, for this movie, which I can't tell you the title yeah. now for legal reasons. And uh, uh, so I'm hoping that if that movie goes, you know, I'd be attached as an executive producer. And I sort of came up with the idea with Dominic Lombardo. Yeah, Dominic's doing very well. Yeah, he's doing great, and Luke himself. So. I'm praying that that goes, but you know, sometimes movies take years, so we'll see. Yeah, development. But Luke yeah. was wonderful to work with too. I, I, I would, I would do if he called. I, you know, I would do whatever he wants me to do. You know. Yeah. Now, now, Jimmy, you work. You've worked with everybody. You know, I don't even want to be here. We'll waste. We'll waste another hour talking about all the people you started with. <laughs> are, are there any people that you've worked with? Um, you know, that you thought, you know, wow, I'm working with so and so. What a great guy this guy. I've heard it. So many good stories about him. And then you get on the set, and the guy's just like. <laughs> You know, you don't have to say names, obviously, but, you know. Well, um, I've actually been, been really, uh, really lucky in that uh, um, most of the people I've worked with, I don't know if it's uh, my persona or, or what I do. I don't know. But they really haven't been rude to me or, um, uh, you know, I, I, I don't really have a bad thing. I wish I did. It would be a funny thing to say on stage. But, um the only guy who they, I remember Richard Belzer and Ice T in a Law and Order uh, episode I did. There I am trying to do my lines, and, and all they wanted to do was get out of there. They wanted to go home, and it's like, hey guys, you know, uh, you're making big money here. I'm just a little small fry. You know, give me. Uh, they just wanted like when I if we had to do another take on my close up. You know, I could see how aggravated they got. You know, and that frustrated frustrated me a little bit. Uh, but most of the time, the actors are, uh, you know, are, are pretty nice. Um, you know, so, so I, don't know, I, I wouldn't. I hear these horror stories. I would, I would go into a panic if on the set somebody got really rude with me. I would. That would just freak me out. You know. Oh yeah. Um, everybody thinks there's these crazy people, but I find that ninety percent of the time, you know. Yeah. Guys like uh, I worked with the uh, director J C Chander, who just did Most Violent Year, and oh, he also put me in Margin Call. He's just a great guy, great director. And a great guy to work with. He's friendly. You can tell his crew just loves him. He's like, you know, he's not a jerk, you know what I mean? He just right. wants to get the scene right, work hard, and everybody go home, you know? Now, you said, Jimmy, you've been in the industry for like 25 years. Has, has there been an actor that you, that you wanted to work with that you haven't yet worked with? Uh, ah, there's so many of yeah. them, man. Are you kidding me? Uh, How about me? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I want to work with you. All right, we'll take, I'll the, take uh, it, Jimmy. I come cheap. No, there's yeah. some people that I would, you know... Uh, How about directors? Directors, obviously, uh, would I would love to do something with, uh, you know, <laughs> every every Italian's dream, you know, Scorsese. Scorsese. And I've read for a couple of uh, TV HBO things he was involved with, and, uh, and I've, I read for Wolf of Wall Street, but I didn't get that. But I would say yes, yeah, Scorsese. But you know, I'm the kind of actor where even though I've been doing this 25 years, I don't, you know, obviously I don't get to <coughs> pick and choose. Um, <laughs> the people I work with, uh, in many ways, I'm just a, you know, a squirrel trying to get a nut. So right. 
but it's great to work on a set with people who have a big reputation because it just gets you excited. Also increases the chances that the movie's going to hit the theaters. Because I've done some movies that you know seem really cool, and they never they never get picked up. They don't get distribution. You know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, really, I I uh, I don't really turn down work unless you know the money's really bad or the, or the subject material's awful uh, and stuff like that. But you know. So uh, you know, I would work with anybody. To tell you the truth. Oh yeah, as long as the checks don't bounce, Jimmy. Who cares? I don't know. I mean, that's just being honest. <laughs> let's I mean, be, I, I let's be honest. You know, it, it, you know, it is what it is. Now, um, what does Jimmy Palumbo have coming up in the pipeline? Do you have a lot of projects coming up? I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be on uh, a movie called uh, Five Flights Up with Morgan Freeman and wow. Diane Keaton. Uh, I got a, a scene in there, pretty cool scene with them. They were they were fun to work with, and uh, I'm gonna be on a TV show called Broad City on Comedy Central. I think I'm going to be on in about a month, and uh, I got a stand-up gig in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, a casino on March 13th. Hey, folks, if you don't know, Jimmy's also a stand-up comedian. Um, yeah, I do some stand-up. I'm just starting to get back into it now. No, uh, I, I'm not a headliner yet. Um, I'm a middle guy, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, I stopped doing it for a long time. I'm just getting back into it. So uh, I believe I think Audi Lang is on tour. Is he going on tour right now? I think he is. Yeah, I was supposed to. Uh, I open up, I've opened up for Artie five or six times, uh, and uh, some, he brings me out a lot of his gigs, so that's a cool thing. Yeah, Artie, Artie's great to work with. I mean, you know, he uh, he's very fair to comedians. I mean, I'm personal friends with him because we started out together, but he's also a really, really good comic to work with. I mean, despite what you've read about him and his personal problems, he's uh, uh, I'll put that aside, but he's, uh, he's a good guy, and uh, he's really, really helpful to comedians helping him out. And and paying him, I would I would say Artie Lang overpays most of the comedians he hires. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's good. It's good for it's good for you guys. Yeah. Um, and Artie loves Boston. He loves performing up there. Does he? Yeah, he was here like oh, a couple he months ago. He, he, he loves the Boston crowds. Yeah, he was Boston and Philly. He loves the. I think he loves performing in Boston and Philly more than New York. To be honest. With you. Really? Oh well, yeah. He just more... loves the. He loves to antagonize them with the Red Sox stuff, and he loves how rabid they are as a you know. Uh, Hey, the Philly fans are the same way, <laughs> you know. For uh, me, it's a little tougher when you're the opening act for Artie. It's, it, it can be kind of tough because they just want to see him, you know. <laughs> yeah, hurry up. <laughs> yeah, hurry up and get off. <laughs> all right, Jimmy, here we go, Jimmy. I got, we got a segue into this. We, um, this is what the show's all about, folks. This is the uh, Jimmy's a big movie guy like myself. Um, so we're gonna get right into it. Like I said, Sunday night's the Oscar spe- the Oscar show. And um, we're going to get right into the, some of the major categories. We're going to give you out some picks, uh, some picks that I like. And I, uh, well, I, I uh, best motion picture. Yeah, we'll, go, we'll go best motion picture first. We'll try that one. I'm going to go. With, I'm going to go with Birdman. Yeah. It's um, I, I, uh, you know, Boyhood. I don't know. I, I saw Boyhood. Boyhood didn't 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 work for me. I think, although I think he could win best director because it's such an awesome way that he shot the film over right. the 12, 12 years, years and all that yeah. that's really cool but the movie itself didn't yeah, work for me me neither i'm gonna I, I i concur with you um for me boyhood i saw it like i said the 12 hours is pretty cool i mean sorry the 12 years 12 years 12 years was pretty cool uh link letter and like uh, I, I like theory of everything was i thought was better than boyhood now and now i mean you know how the academy works it's, it's, it's sort of a liberal crowd i mean for me personally and you know american sniper for me it, it should win but it, it won't win it i don't think it would win bradley cooper should get the oscar for that but i don't think he will like you say i um 
I'm gonna have to go with Boyhood. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Boyhood's gonna do very well Sunday night because it's okay. you know I, I think the, I think like I said I think the, the so you you think it's gonna win, but it wouldn't be your choice, is what you're saying. Yes, my choice okay. would be American Sniper, but you know obviously the material, um, you know, uh, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I say it's gonna come down to you know Birdman or, or Boyhood. Birdman or Boyhood, yeah. Um, if American Sniper won, that would be cool too. Yeah, I, it would be cool. I mean, it, it, you know, it is what it is, but war is not pretty. Obviously, we all know that. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, and... Um, well, Saving Private Ryan didn't win, so... Yeah, so, I mean, uh, Catherine, Catherine Bigelow, I believe she won for I the... I thought the movie Unbroken was excellent. Yeah, Unbroken. Should have been in there as well, but... Uh, yeah. So, so Jimmy's going to go with uh, Birdman for the best picture. Yep. And the Hollywood kid's going to go with American Sniper, but it won't win, but we're going to give you Boyhood, folks. Okay. Boyhood's, you know, it's... Hurrah! So, yeah, it's, you know, the Academy, like I said, they're a little liberal, so... Okay, folks, we're going to go for the leading role... Okay, for, for for best performance by an actor in a leading role, who, who do you got? Steve Carell, Bradley uh, that, Cooper. This one is this one is this is a tough one, man. I mean, each guy, you know, has got. Um, I think the great story of the night would be Michael Keaton. Talk about a comeback. He started out in comedy, and uh, that would be an awesome story. But I mean, Eddie Eddie Redmayne was so awesome in yeah. theory of everything. Yeah, he, he was just awesome in that movie, and then. Uh, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch in the Imitation Game um, was that it was equally as awesome. Yeah, it was I actually great. enjoyed that movie a lot too. Uh, and then Bradley Cooper, American Sniper. I mean, my God. And Steve Carell, Fox Catcher. Steve Carell. Uh, you know what? Um, I'm gonna. Uh, I think Eddie Redmayne's gonna win it. Okay. But I'm rooting for Michael Keaton. I'm gonna go Michael Keaton on this one. Okay. I'm gonna go Michael Keaton. Jimmy's going to go All with right. Eddie Redmayne. Really, Eddie Redmayne, he was fantastic. Um, very up-and-coming young actor. He's going to do very well in this, in this business. Yep, I think he is. I think he is. Um, we're going to go performance by an actor in a supporting role, folks. we got Robert Duvall, Ethan Hawke for Boyhood, Robert Duvall for The Judge, uh, Ed Norton, Birdman, Mark Ruffalo, Foxcatcher. J.K. Simmons is going to win. J.K. Simmons He's for Whiplash. He's won most of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, you know... I think it would be. I would be a big upset if he lost. To be honest with you. You know, I'm gonna. Ethan Hawke I, was good in Boyhood. I actually wanted to see more of him. Right. I felt the you same know? way, but I still think. He, I still I, think. To be honest with you, the movie Boyhood. I really didn't like the boy. <laughs> uh, 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 is he? Uh, I don't. I don't. Whatever. I don't. I don't know. But I, I thought Ethan Hawke was good in that. Uh, you know, there's Robert Duvall, the sentimental choice. You know? Sentimental choice. I mean, you know, uh, he's been in for a while. Uh, you know, he's been there before. Uh, I'm gonna have to go Boyhood. Ethan Hawke. Like I you said, think he's gonna win it? Huh? I think. Like I said, I think. I think. For my opinion, I think Boyhood's gonna do good Sunday night. I really okay. do. Okay. Um, All right. Fair enough. So, who do you got for? Uh, we got leading uh, best actress. Actors. Best performance by an actress in a leading role. Okay, I'm gonna give you still Alice, Julian Moore. Yeah, I think she's gonna win that too. Yeah, I'm gonna go Julian Moore in that. She yep. Was, she was tremendous. Although that. Felicity Jones was great. Yep. You know, Reese Witherspoon, Rose. Yeah, they were good too. Rosamund Pike. Um, I think. I think uh, Julianne Moore's gonna win it. Yeah, me too. I mean, we're gonna we're in unison on that one. Yep. Okay, now this one. <laughs> Best performance by an actress in a supporting role. Patricia. Uh, Patricia I think Arquette. it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be Patricia Arquette. She had the best role, I yeah. think, in Boyhood. Yeah. And Boyhood was kind of a hot movie, so I would say. Uh, uh, I think she's gonna win. Yeah, we we agree on that one too. I mean, it's the, like I say, it's the hot movie. Um, you know, it's a little. It was a little bit different take. It was a twelve years. You know, they they filmed it over the course of twelve years. Which uh, is an awesome thing. It's yeah, you know? it's it's a great thing, and you know, in in reality, but I mean, the I movie, would love to know how they set those deals up. Like, yeah, how does that work? I mean, contractually for uh, twelve years. Oh my god. 
Yeah, that, that's when I, when I heard it was they showed over twelve years. I was like, I was like this is say, this is the same kid. <laughs> you don't see that. You, you, you see like you, you know what's his name? There, the guy, the kid that was in your movie there, um, John, the young kid there. He was in Unbroken too. He played the oh, uh, John. No. Yeah, John uh, DeLeo. John DeLeo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, he's a young up-and-coming actor, I think. Yes, he's a, you know what? He's a good kid, he's talented, and uh, I think he's got a, a whole career in front of him. Yeah, he's really a wonderful yeah. family, he's got a good head on his shoulder. Yeah, he seems he's, he's and, a, uh, very charis- you know, charismatic. The, uh, I don't see anything stopping him, he's a good kid. Yeah, no, he seems like he did a great job in it. He actually in the family, folks. If you've never seen the family, folks, with Robert De Niro and my boy Jimmy Palumbo, check it out sometime. It, it, it's really good. It, it really is. It, it, you know, it, it's you know, just check it out. Take my I think Angelina it. Jolie got screwed not getting nominated for best director of Unbroken. I, I thought Unbroken was great. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, this, I don't think the Academy likes her. You know what I mean? If I had to guess, I mean, I don't think, yeah, I, I guess I, don't, so. I don't think a lot of people like her. You know what I mean? Or maybe people thought the movie was maybe a little too I mean, long, a little I'm, too much. I know, mean, we all saw we should, we all saw the Sony emails. I mean, they didn't they, they didn't play her, put her in a good light. You know? I know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, she should be she'll be heard from again. Don't you worry. Yeah, no, she'll be around. She's she's very talented. Obviously, you know what I mean. You don't get there no by you, you don't get there by just you know knowing people. I mean, some some people do. There's, there is some nepotism, obviously, but we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to the achievement in directing. Um, this one. Well, for, I think this is one of those. I, 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 I mean, Wes Anderson, the Grand Budapest Hotel. I mean, that was an amazing feat in itself. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, linked later. Yeah, um, I from got Boyhood, only because of the twelve year yeah, thing. That twelve years. Is Although the guy Birdman uh, just won that award the other night with the DGA or something. So. Oh yeah, Alexandro, um, Alejandro. 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 Uh, he could certainly, uh, you know, upset there. Um, there's always upsets, but I, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, if I had my pick, I would say uh, Alejandro, the Birdman, but um, I think it's going to be uh, Richard Linklater. Yeah, you. I agree with you. I, I'm going to go Richard Linklater myself. Um, like yeah. I said, I mean, you know, obviously it was something different that you don't see too often. But for me personally, the movie was okay. I mean, American Sniper was it was, it was, fan, it was a phenomenal movie. Bradley Cooper was tremendous in it. I mean. Yep. Yep. <coughs> Excuse I me. Know. I mean, I thought that was great. But like I said, the material, you what know. A nice run Bradley Cooper's on, huh? Yeah, he's on, he actually, he's another one who's in town this week. He just He's actually filming here uh, next week, I believe. He's well, making I a movie. I got to book something that shoots in Boston. Dude, dude, we're on fire up here. We got pri- we got Will Smith prop possibly coming in. That broke yesterday. Would you guys give it a big tax break? We got, a, we got, a, we got, a, we actually, we have a very good tra- uh, tax incentive, very attractable tax incentive up here in Boston, Jimmy. If you ever shoot Jersey. a project, I mean, if you keep that in the back of your mind, um, we do have a very. New Jersey's tra- got to, uh, but see, they cast stuff out of New York and L.A. Right. So even though you're living right where they're shooting, they cast stuff out of New York and L.A. So yeah, we get some. They pi- do cast some local stuff, but I mean, we got some pilots coming in, hopefully starting uh, pretty soon. We got a. Uh, Jesus, another one coming. I think Ben Ben Affleck should be coming here in the fall. <coughs> Excuse me. So. Well, the thing I can tell you is I live in New Jersey, so I wish New Jersey and New York were getting these films. But hey, good for you guys. Yeah. Well, you know, you know who the you know the the gorilla in the closet is is New Orleans. Louisiana, yep. Louisiana is just. I mean, this movie's going on all day long and left and right over there. Yep. My uh, buddy of mine's working down there. He had to get an apartment. He's doing some production work. Uh, but you know, what usually happens though. The states they run out of their tax benefits, and then uh, and then they go to another state. You know. Yeah. Um, so it's good for everybody. I mean, like I said, I mean Boston. I mean, when I was growing up, all we had was the friends of Eddie Coyle, and that was it. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't you know, that that was all that we had up here. And um, yeah. 
I know. And then we, you know, we, we they, they did the tax incentive, uh, you know, a few years back. And, um, you know, it's been booming up here. It's Hollywood East for a reason. Um, you know, it's good for me because I get some work, you know. Yeah, I'm that struggling actor like like a lot of the community is here. Um, hey, that's great, man. As long as you're auditioning and giving it a shot, man. that's all you can it. do. You try. Jimmy, we're going to take another quick commercial break. Um, we're going to come right back. We're going to talk more about the Oscars, folks. Uh, folks, we're going to take another quick commercial break. We're going to come back right back with Jimmy Palumbo, folks. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This coffee break is being brought to you today by Demet's Donuts. For more than 30 years, Demet's has offered the finest in handcrafted donuts and fresh roasted coffees. Demet's serves up a wide variety of his specialty coffees and is the home of the mouth-watering Extreme Breakfast Sandwich. Demet's Donuts was recently featured in Boston Magazine. And like George likes to say, made in the back and sold in the front. Visit them today at 199 Mystic Avenue, Medford and follow them on Twitter at symbol Demet's Donuts. And don't forget to tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. That's Demet's Donuts in Medford. Small business owners, ADC Accounting wants you to listen up. How much time and money is payroll processing, tax payments, and bookkeeping costing you? Get the time back. Time to perfect your art. Time to give your customers your absolute best. Get back to doing the things that make your business great and let ADC Accounting do the things that make them great. They process payroll, keep up with your tax payments to avoid costly penalties, and provide professional bookkeeping so you will know where your money is going and where it needs to go. You're in business to succeed. They're in business to help you succeed. ADC Accounting. Numbers you can count on. For a free initial consultation, contact ADC Accounting at 508-419-1116 or visit them at adcaccounting.com. Maeda Insurance is a family-owned and operated agency specializing in auto, home, and business insurance located in Medford, Massachusetts. They are an independent insurance agency representing many different insurance companies throughout Massachusetts. Their goal is to provide excellent customer service with coverages at an affordable rate. Telephone number 781-395-9700. Stop by today and tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. They're open from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Monday through Friday at 66 High Street in Medford in the heart of Medford Square. Global Link Language Services, founded in 1996 as a client-centric translation services provider and headquartered in Boston, Global Link has emerged as a leading and trusted provider of a full range of language solutions, including document translations, conference interpretation, website translations, software localization, and multimedia services to hundreds of leading companies and government agencies throughout the world. Global Link is committed to providing the highest quality translation services in the industry at fair and competitive rates combined with a deep commitment to superior customer service. Call today at 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com and see why hundreds of leading brands, companies, and U.S. government agencies have put their trust in Global Link Language Services. Global Link Language Services, language solutions for a local world. Call 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com. Folks, if you're constantly on the lookout for that delicious mouth-watering pizza, well, I have just a place for you. Pranzi's Grillin' Pizzeria. Pranzi's uses nothing but the freshest ingredients. Whether you're craving a gourmet pasta dish or a tasty calzone, 
Pranzi's has you covered. Visit their website today at pranzi's.com and let Pranzi's cater your next party or event. Pranzi's is conveniently located in Medford at 352 Boston Ave. Stop by today or give them a call at 781-395-5005 and tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. 781-395-5005 Pranzi's Grill and Pizzeria. Audrey Hepburn, Best Actress, 1954, Roman Holiday. It's too much. I, I want to say thank you to everybody who in these past months and years have helped, guided, and given me so much. I'm truly, truly grateful and terribly happy. Okay, folks, welcome back to Real Talk with the Hollywood Kid. I am Mike Destacio. You are listening to Real Talk right here on AM 1550. Joining me on the phone today is actor Jimmy Palumbo. We're talking about Oscar picks, folks. This is fun for a lot of guys. Everybody has those spreadsheets at home. Okay, Jimmy, let's talk about the original screenplay. Um, we got Birdman, Boyhood, Foxcatcher. Birdman, Boyhood competition again. <clears throat> yeah, like, um, uh, I'm not really sure. I, you know what? This is the original uh, screenplay. I, I think Birdman's going to win that um, over Boyhood. Good pick. I like that pick. I mean, it, it's a good pick. Um, I think, like I said, Boyhood's going to do very well, in my opinion. But Birdman, I mean, Michael, how about the Michael Keaton story? You know what I mean? That's unbelievable. You haven't I mean, seen him I love it, you know, because he was a a comic or comedic actor, and he's ended up getting nominated. I mean, that'd be a dream come true for a guy like me. But uh, uh, right, it would, it would be it be a better story if he pulled it off. But uh, you know, who knows? You know, I remember seeing him in the uh, I don't know what year it was. It had to be in the eighties. Him and Henry Winkler in Night Shift. I love Brokers. Remember oh, that movie? That was great. a great movie. He was great. He's great, Mr. Mom too. Yeah, great. Yeah, he was. He, he and he plays he plays those dark characters sometimes too. Obviously, yep. Batman. Yeah, you know. But I think he's great. I'm, but he, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. I mean, that's why. I mean, I think Birdman for original screenplay. Screenplay, excuse me. I mean, I. It's like I say. It's either Birdman or Boyhood, in my opinion. Yep. Where they're going to go? I, I, think so. I, I think they're going to be going head to head all night. So I agree with that. We'll see what happens. So we're going to we're going to call that one a wash. Adapted screenplay. I I think uh, that's something that uh, American Sniper could win. Uh yeah, you don't think so? I, I would love it to win. I really do. I mean, Brett, like I said, Bradley Cooper did an amazing job, folks. If you've never seen American Sniper, I mean, it, it's it deserves the acclaim it's getting. Um, like I said, the material's a little, you know, it's a little, it, you know, it's, you know, like I said, war is not pretty. It's the realities of war that you that you've seen on screen. Um, you know, it's not pretty. Um, I don't think you've seen a, a, a war movie win a. I don't, I don't remember the last time a war picture won, a, won an Oscar for best picture. I mean, I remember Catherine Bigelow for The Hurt Locker. Right. But, but I don't think that won the best picture, though. I could be wrong. Uh, I might be mistaken. But, um, you know... I think, no, Hurt Locker won best picture. Oh, it did win best picture. Okay. Yeah. I am right. 2009. Sorry. No, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking, I always find it odd when you get best director, but it doesn't win best picture. Right. She was a female director. That's why I got confused. Right. Um, right. So, you, what are you doing for... Uh, how are you watching the... Why well, uh, am I watching it, Jimmy? I'm sitting home. I got my little red Persian rug, okay? And I, I got to chop up... I, 
my, I got, I have some homemade super asad that, that my father makes because he's, ah. he's from the old country, you know, my mother and father from the old country. And we chop it up, and I take a picture of it, right? And like I did last year. Folks, follow me on Twitter, at Mike Destacio. If you want to get a, you really want to get inside the, the brand of Hollywood Kid. And follow Jimmy Palumbo. He's at Jimmy Palumbo, too. And I take a picture of the Super Sada, right, Jimmy? And I put it on Twitter. I, 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 I hashtag Vanity Fair. Eat your heart out. Okay? Because you guys are not eating this tonight. Okay? I don't care what this. I don't care what Wolfgang's serving. Okay? But that's what I do. Jimmy, tell, tell me qu- real quick about the, your, your, your Oscar party that your buddy hooked you up with in L.A. Oh, I, I, uh, my buddy Todd, who lives, uh, and uh, my buddy Pat Volkamer, they, uh, he has a huge, he's not really a sports fan, so this is his Super Bowl. And he has a huge party with the red carpet on the driveway. Yeah. And it's just all his, his family and friends. And a lot of our friends are in the business, but no <coughs> one's a star. And he puts, takes, gets every movie poster from all the movies, puts it all wow. over the place, puts out an awesome spread, six TVs, uh, plenty of beer. And you have to be dead quiet during the show. During the commercials, <laughs> you can talk, but... Um, you have to be real respectful of it, and uh, it's awesome. It's people out on the deck watching the TV. We act like we're actually at the event. People get dressed up. Oh, I love it. Champagne. And he actually owns an Oscar. He uh, he was working at a production house, and somehow he got a hold of an, uh, a real Oscar from, I think it's from the 60s. I forget what movie it's from. And you can't believe how heavy those things are. So I've never touched an Oscar before. So Me either. I got a big kick out of that. Um, he does a great job, but actually... I was, I used to go every year to that. I miss it because out here in the suburbs of New Jersey, the Oscars aren't as uh, aren't as big right. as they are in L.A. and New York. Well, you, know? well, you get on you get on the phone with him and uh, Jimmy. If you're going, I'm coming with you. Hey, you uh, got it. I'm dead serious. I'm coming with you. This is my night, man. This is my night. I know that's great. I'm, I'm, it's nice to see people are still. Uh, oh, I grew uh, up. My father was into movies. You know, they were always on Channel 11 here in New York, and you know, the 4:30 movie that was on Channel 7 locally here, and. Uh, uh, so we always had old movies out in the house. We still do. Yeah, I, I, that's all I watch. That's all I watch. All I watch is <laughs> Turner Classics. Jimmy, unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap this up. Hey, no uh, problem. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate Jimmy, it. Jimmy, you are a class act in my book. Um, I wish you continued success, and hopefully, you know, we'll be seeing a lot more of you on the screen. Um, Jimmy Palumbo, folks, visit him at jimmypalumbo.com. Check out his clips. On, check out his webpage. Um, he's a super, super guy. Um, so, I, like I said, Jimmy, I wish you can more, continue success. And, um, you know, someday when you win the Oscar, maybe you can give a shout-out to a Hollywood kid when you're up there. I you re- got it, man. <laughs> Exclusive interview. You got it. I love it. I love it. All right, Jimmy, All right, thank I'll you so much. God bless you. Be good. You be good. Take care. Thank, you. Right. thank you. And, folks, that's our show. For, for, for That's my first annual Oscar show, folks. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Please follow me on social media. Follow me on Twitter, at Mike Destacio, or on Facebook for show updates. Um, we got a lot of guests lined up down the road, we hope. <laughs> um, folks, our next show is going to be at, at a regular time, 11.30 a.m. on March 21st, folks. Again, that's March 21st. Write that on your calendars. And a big shout-out to Emerson and Le- uh, LaSalle Village and Leslie, uh, La- excuse me, LaSalle College for listening. You guys are great. Thank you, everybody, for your support. Again, follow me at social media. Google the Hollywood Kid. Uh, 11.30 on March 21st, folks. Enjoy the Oscars. We'll see you next month.